Hello and welcome to Let the Bird Fly, a podcast about living freely. In a world given back to us, this is Wade here in the podcast studio, joined by my dear friend and colleague, the Reverend, the Professor, Jason Oakland. And we are continuing our Winging It series on our recent trip to Italy, uh, Lutherans in Rome. And last time we covered seeing Zurich on our way and making our way into Rome And today we're going to cover some of the stuff we actually did in Rome. We're going to break this into two or three parts. We'll see. We don't want to have these go too long. Um, We are recording unexpectedly. We had something else that fell through, and so we're making use of this time. And Jason, in his kindness, uh, Jason, if you know him, he's a workhorse. Um, He is constantly slaving away. (laughs) And he has worked hard from his feelings journal that he kept on the trip, Yep. which I will admit I gave him. A fair amount of grief about is he that did, fair yeah. to say, Jason? Yeah, a, l- a little bit. And uh, I questioned why he was doing this. I asked what he was writing about me. Um, that seemed to be your chief concern is what I was writing about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it turns out he actually kept a feelings journal about our trip to Germany that we had taken years earlier as well, which I've never seen, but he <laughs> was referencing things that he had written yeah. In that. So it turns out this journal, which is not really, I, I don't think it's actually a feelings journal, is it? Are there emotions in it? There, there, um, a few, but it's more, uh, more of a travel log probably is a better way to, to describe it. Cause it's kind of what we did. And then there are a few reflections I would say on some of the things, but yeah. The, uh, I would be interested in the reflections. <laughs> the journal turned out to be a blessing in disguise because when we decided, when we got back, okay, we're going to do this series. And, and hopefully you find this interesting. We're just going to be talking about where we went and what our thoughts were on it. Maybe it's interesting to you if you're hoping to go someday. Uh, maybe it's interesting to you if you're just looking for, well, what are some uh, Lutherans' take? What is a former Roman Catholic's mm. take on going to the capital of Roman Catholicism as a Lutheran? Yeah. And I will say, I was telling my parents this when I was, uh, when I was back in, in Detroit, Metro Detroit, Canton, uh, for the holiday that I missed out on a lot of plenary indulgences. Oh, yeah. For sites that we saw because I'm not in a state of grace um, because I'm not in communion right. with the Roman Catholic Church. Now, I may be able to, I'm researching, <laughs> should I go to confession and return to my Holy Mother, I may be able to retroactively... You think they would... They would. I'm gonna. Come I'm gonna. Back. I'm gonna try to find out, and then I maybe I can get the points. Yeah. Um. Because there were a lot of them. Well, and the other question I have is so, a lot of my relatives, my my ancestors, have gone before me in Roman Catholicism. Can I, since I can't use those for myself? Oh. Yeah. You see what I'm thinking here? Sure. Yeah. Could I just to cover my bases and be solid? Great grandchild, whatever, mm-hmm. transfer them. Is there like a form? Yeah, yeah. I wonder. But we did not see any transfer forms necessarily. Right, in but the, we weren't looking. But we weren't. No, yeah, uh, we weren't. Um, there, there attuned to that. No, and there wasn't like a you know frequently asked questions guy mm-hmm. around the Vatican, you know, or something like that. Right, that you could just go and. I did see an thought. ask a priest though at one place. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if he spoke English. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. So that could have been the challenge. Yep. You know what I would have asked the, the priest? What? Do you speak English? 
That would have been a good place a to start. A good place to start, yeah. yeah. Um, but So what was our what was our experience? What stood out to us? Uh, those are the types of things we'll be talking about. And uh, hopefully you find them interesting. Maybe you like watching travel shows. Well, here is a travel podcast. Two old guys yeah. traveling with my daughter and her boyfriend. Um, how did it go? Who mostly like to make fun of the old guys. They, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but they, I think they we had a gave good time it as too. well as we, did, as yep. we took it. Yep. That's, and that I think true. our sense of humor went out in the end because I think we, we converted Connor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To our sense of humor. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yep. So Maggie was outnumbered. Yep. Yep. It was a, which poor, was, poor girl. I think was becoming rather <laughs> um, troubling to her. I think so. Yep. So um, we also uh, are, we were going to do this either way, but now that we know for sure we're, we're leading another we're going to be leading a tour. We weren't leading this tour. We were just, we were traveling, bunch yep. of travelers ourselves. Um, but we also know we're going to be going to Germany. Um, we will be leading up to talking about that trip. Uh, hopefully this gives you a sense of traveling with us. And I can assure you, all the stuff that we talk about that we're like, we wish we would have done this differently. That's why you go on this type of tour we're doing with the Germany tour. Right. We're going to have a dedicated bus with air conditioning, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, it's got... Two of us who are happy to tell you as much or as little as you want to know about the sites we're going to be seeing, staying in quality, nice hotels, mm-hmm. in city centers, in nice places, good meals included with the exception of a dinner or two where we want you to wander Yep. Um, and go find what you want to get. You're just bringing money for souvenirs um, and snacks and stuff like that. Um, this is a tour then to Germany. We decided first tour we're leading we want to go to the place we know best, um, the right. place we found ourselves returning to again and again, and that is going to be an 11-day Germany tour experience. The Cradle of the Reformation is the title. We'll be traveling May 13th through the 23rd of 2024. Departures will be from Chicago, Illinois. But if you if you go, you know, oh, man, I'm not right by Chicago, let us know. Um, Imagine might be able to work with us to, to figure out yeah, there's a How place. How to maybe make this work? Place on the registration where you say, "This is where I'm coming from," and then they'll work with you on uh, getting you to Chicago. Yeah, so don't rule things out yep. just because of that. Well, where will we be going? What will we be doing? We'll uh, be talking about this in a, a further winging it session. But just to give you a, a sense, I'm not going to list all the places, but <clears throat> we're going to go to Mines, uh, where the printing press uh, was invented. See the stuff about that. No Reformation without the printing press. We're going to go to Worms. Luther stands there at the Diet of Worms. Heidelberg, his Heidelberg Disputation. Um, Coburg, where Luther stays while the Augsburg Confession is being presented uh, before the Emperor Erfurt, where he was a monk. Eisenach, where he stayed at the Wartburg and translated the New Testament. Uh, Wittenberg, where he uh, lived and taught and served. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other places. Yep. And they're not all Luther places. Most have a connection to Luther but if you're going, you know what, I kind of am interested in Luther stuff, but I'm also just interested in Germany stuff, we're going to be going to Berlin. Yep. We're going to go to Nuremberg. Um, we're going to see Buchenwald, a concentration camp. Uh, we're going to go to Dresden, which has Lutheran history, but is also, I think, one of the prettiest cities in Germany, my wife's favorite city, at least from the times that we have uh, been there. encourage you, if you want to learn more about that, go to letthebirdfly.com. There's a Germany trip tab in the menu, click on that. You can download the documents. There's uh, links there. You can click on that will take you there. And don't be shy. Contact me or Jason. 
You can look up our WLC email and reach out to us. Or I believe you can get us at letthebirdflyatpodcast.com. I think that's the email address, but confirm if you look <laughs> on the podcast website. I do check that email every yeah. day, but it's saved in my computer, so I don't have to enter the thing. <laughs> um, so I forget what it is. We are part of the 1517 Podcast Network. You can go to 1517.org. Find lots of good stuff there. My books, Michael's books. Um, Jason, uh, Mike and I all are regularly writing blog devotions that you can find that get posted there and on social media. A free academy course, as Adam Francisco is working on one now, um, that I'm very excited to be watching uh, personally, and I'm sure others will find beneficial as well. So with that, we will make our way back to the Italy trip. We flew into Zurich. We had time to see some of Zurich, then flew into Rome. We talked about our escapades. It was an interesting night, Yep, making our way to the hotel and settling in. And we got settled in. Uh, Jason, Maggie, and Connor slept. Um, and I could not sleep. So I was, I must have gone about 48 hours. That was, yeah. You were you were uh, definitely. But uh, I, I fought through it. You did, yep. And, uh, and so then we decided, okay, let's go make the most of Rome. And so Jason has the itinerary from his feelings journal laid out for us. First day in Rome, so day two of the trip. Yes. Um, which was a Monday, and uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, kind of sure? What yeah. did we do first, Jason? So did you we, put this in your journal? We the very first thing that we did, and yeah, well, the very first thing we were going to go out and look for a uh, place to grab a bite to eat because we did not have meals included with our hotel at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thought, oh, there's unless we would have uh, killed that cat bird and cooked it <laughs> right yeah yeah there was a weird bird making noises uh mm-hmm. most of the nights that we were there i think um but we um went out <clears throat> we we're gonna grab a bite at a cafe quick but um the one that we went to was super busy um so we didn't really get anything right away but and then we were kind of winding our way through different places and we just happened to um come through first uh the Church of St. James and Saints James and Philip. Yep, James the Lesser, right? Yes, James the Lesser. Uh, and so you did not put that on. I did not because I, uh, again, I was I wanted to get through Vatican Day, so I was quick getting those in, um, and I missed that. Yes, no, I wasn't. I'm not criticizing. I'm saying you I, had extra good memory. And I also um, conflated the last thing on the day one. There, those are two separate churches, actually, that we went to. Uh, but um, so it was. Uh, but so it, so it, tell them, Jason, about this church was probably one of my favorite surprises yeah. of the trip. We we're randomly one? walking, yep. and we see to the left. I go, hey, there's a church that's open. Why don't we go look in there? So this is the first church yep. we see, and I'll let Jason tell you about it. And it's crazy that you know you're walking through, and all of a sudden it's just like, boom, here's a church. It doesn't look like a church. And it was from the closed outside. almost every other time we walked yep. by it. So this was great timing. And it's like, oh, there are two apostles that are mm-hmm. buried in this church. Which happens sometimes in Milwaukee, too, when you stop in somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. You know, just uh, two two biblical saints, you know, just uh, waiting for you to come and visit. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it was... Uh, it was They're really allegedly buried there. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. we didn't... I didn't see the bones. Right, yes. We did not We did not see any of any of those, but we, they had a... Did not run the DNA. No, we did not. We were not granted, but like, Jason full archaeological... But Jason did pray to them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. He, uh, he started before I could stop it. Right. Yeah. I just couldn't help myself. And then it was like, oh, wait. It was silent, but I could tell what he was doing. <laughs> wait, we're Lutherans. We're yeah. Lutherans in Rome. So, so we tried to avoid that. But um, yeah, it was, they had, uh, the crypt was really interesting there, which was open. And uh, there were, there wasn't really anybody else in here. We were, we almost had the place to ourselves. It was there not were, like so many of the other tour, uh, churches. It was not touristy or tourist heavy no it, no it was like locals yep and uh so we did look around the church but then we went down in the crypt and then um that was probably the most um interesting part of the the church at least in my opinion oh. and there they had you know a little um area that you know opened up but was but was also closed off you couldn't get in there but they had um I jason say, got his head stuck <laughs> i was trying uh there were I would I would call them frescoes probably right because they were painted oh, on. The look at this! I was just googling frescoes to make oh, sure I said the right thing. Yeah, uh, that um, they were picture they were painted on the. You could the really see walls. across time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and and I would say too that this one definitely had some very old um, artwork and stuff that went along with that. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so we saw those two without being so many of the places you go and there's the older stuff. It's very museum-ish, or yep. um, uh, it doesn't seem devotional, like right. the the vibes. Yep, I would say St. Paul's outside the walls was an exception to that too. Yep, um, this was definitely a place if you were just looking to kind of go and sit and think <clears throat> uh, and pray, although not to yep. not to the saints. Um, it it had those those vibes, right? Yeah, and it was a good first church for my daughter and her boyfriend to see because I think they were very impressed. Yep. And one that too. we did not necessarily have on our yep. radar. Oh, not at all. But we, we just stumble across it. And that's that's one of the things that, you know, that happens when you travel sometimes is that you have some things that you like, man, I really, this is what I really want to do or I'm really looking for this and you have struggled to find it. And then you have other things where it's just, they pop up out of nowhere and it's one of those things that kind of become a highlight because, it's like this. This was not on our radar screen, yep. and yet it was really a, a, a kind of a perfect timing because, as you said, we walked by it several other times because we started to get our bearings a little bit, yep. and it was never open when we yep. walked by again. So, and it it really was the kind of place where you could just sit and take it in if you wanted to. Yep, you didn't feel like you needed to be moved along. I, and I will say that's one of the things we're hoping to do with the Germany trip too. Is we have it scheduled so that with some of these sites where you, you probably are just going to want to sit and take it in a little, that you're able to do so, not be yep. the typical, like you see the American tour group walking behind the person yeah, with the little flag, and it's just a race to quick get your selfies with stuff. Yep. Um, and it, it, it was just, you could, you, one of those places you could sit in and just kind of soak in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say too, you know, I, I joke about Jason praying to the saints, but, um, you know, it's not necessarily a, a Lutheran thing to be ahistorical um, or to lack reverence for those who have gone before us in the faith, the same as you have reverence for um, a mother or father, or a grandfather, grandmother who's been buried, right? And you go to the cemetery um, to remember them. Uh, and so, you know, I don't, make, I don't mean to make light of that these sites became important to the early Christians and in even the celebrations that would have taken place at these sites early on would have been re- remembrances of their entrance into heaven, mm-hmm. right? Their death date was really their 
their birthday, and eventually you get kind of the, the worship of the saints, and that's going to grate Roman Catholic ears when they hear that, but um, that's the, the term our confessions use. Right. Um, and to be fair, Roman Catholics have to admit that the, the kind of like three distinction thing they do <laughs> with worship is, is not um, the most easily understood or self-evident right. thing. And it's, it's seen almost as a distinction without a difference, whether yeah. whether that is or not. That's kind that's of how, how any Protestant yeah. is going to see yeah. it when it's explained. And uh, but I will say, uh, you are thankful, or I I am thankful, and I think we ought to be thankful that these places are preserved, and there is this connection to the past. Right? Mm-hmm. These how many centuries of people have you know. Um, there heard the word of God and, 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 and gone to him in prayer right. and sung of his death and resurrection. And, and, and that, um, that is a powerful thing. I think it's a striking thing. And it's something I notice when we have Lutheran friends who, who go to um, these old churches in Europe or the Holy Land. Um, they will post pictures, and clearly they have been touched right. by um, being in that setting. Um, and so there is something to a, a sense of space that can connect you to the past. There's just, there's something even just human to that. It's why people go to the Forum and the Colosseum and it strikes them. It's not just the architecture, but like we as human beings have been human being here for a long time and we've done some like very human things. Well, how much more when Christians, right, have have had that. And I'll say when we get to the catacombs, that's one of the things that strikes you too. Um, but that was, and, and this could apply to all the churches, but I think especially as we stumbled into this one, yeah, and then you stumbled down into this space that you didn't expect, and you go, "This is just in a neighborhood, yeah, you know, and this is this is almost hidden away somewhat and and, uh, and here's this connection to um, millennia of yeah. Christian history and yeah, I mean, and touching on you know biblical. Biblical saints, right. biblical characters, that and that is a distinction. Yeah, it's not like some thirteenth right. century remote, you know. Yeah. yeah, but even but even that, you know, saying some of these saint saints that you know were part of that um, early Christian church, you know, going back to the two um, hundreds, three hundreds, four hundreds. I mean, that's that's a pretty impressive thing, and and I would say that's you know, if you're talking Protestant versus Catholic or you know denomination, uh, no, this is just. Christian history and at that this is point. Yeah. that is a thing I think we have to realize about being Lutheran too and it's something that um, I think came to my attention especially a lot working on um, Matthias Flacius Illyricus or Flacius mm-hmm. and Flacius is one of the fathers of church history right with his Magdeburg centuries the um, the catalog of, of witnesses um, one of the fathers of hermeneutics but one of the things he does that's very different than what the reform did is they do church history and it's the same thing that Gerhardt and others will do. Um, really, Lutheranism gives birth to the field of church history in the, in the way that we think of it now. Right. Is the Reforms see this big rupture where, like, there's this period where there's just almost, like, no church. <laughs> Luther never said that. No. The Lutherans never held that. Um, the, the church has always been, had plenty of Christians. Um, was the gospel sometimes not as clear as it could be? Yes. Um, what? Were there sometimes unfortunate, problematic practices? Yes. Um, but God has always had his remnant. He's always right. preserved his people. And so, as you know, um, even seeing a 13th century saint, uh, if it's one who, right, learned the love of Christ. And, um, you know, I've we've talked before in this podcast, and um, 
probably know I really enjoy um, Therese of Lisieux, The Little Flower. And she's a contem- rather contemporary saint. Right. And there's stuff she's written where I go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but there's other times where God, through her suffering, just brought her to this like simple faith in Jesus that she articulates something. You go, okay, that's good. Yep. Okay? Um, and so I think that's a good thing to keep in mind when you're going to places, too, uh, is, is that um, no age of history is, is cut and dry and easy or right. um, pure or impure as we look back or even think today, even our day, we're not equipped to be good judges of our own day. Um, people yep. will do that centuries from now should Christ not have returned. But we uh, in America, we love the, you know, the good guys and bad guys, the white hats and black hats versus like the old Western. Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, you know, that whole bit. Um, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right, yeah, there you go. Um, and, you know, oftentimes it's like, no, these are people and people doing some really good things sometimes and people doing some really bad things. And sometimes you have people one and the same yeah. doing good things and, and bad things. And I will say that's one of the particular values of visiting Rome. Yep. Is it's all there. Yeah, and... Yeah, it's the good, get, the bad, the ugly. Yep. Um, and I will say... Through... They don't hide it even. Even the Vatican, years, yeah, it doesn't yeah. hide it. I mean, yep. you... When we're going through the... And you see the, the Borgia apartments, you could hear the tour guides, like, yep. explaining pretty, like, forthrightly how scandalous Alexander yeah. VI was. Yeah. He was not a... He was not... A, you know, even Catholics say he's not... A, he was not a good pope. Right. right? If, if you're a pope and they made... um like an HBO miniseries <laughs> about you, and it had to be rated like anything above PG. Yeah, that's probably so not a good sign. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let's we'll we'll at least get through this day. But I yeah. I do think, as far as just um, you know, because part of this is to talk about well, what's it like to be Lutherans in Rome? Yep. And I think these are these are helpful things to keep. This is the same as for the Germany trip. Um, this is not a a rah rah, um. You know, Lutherans are the best. Let's. This is our Holy Land trip. Um, there's going to be the good, the bad, the beautiful, and the ugly on yep. that too. We're yep. going to many of the churches we go to are empty now. Yeah. And Luther warned the gospel is like a passing rainstorm, and and they've gone their way. Um, Luther himself is has the good, the bad, the beautiful, and the and the ugly. Yep. And so the church is messy. Right. Right. And um. That's part of when you travel just to understand your own home, right? You learn what you what you like and don't like. I go almost anywhere else, and I go, oh, the infrastructure is so much better. <laughs> I I don't I wouldn't have to drive as much, yep. right? But at the same time, like I don't want so many people so close to me when I'm yeah. walking around. I I go, man, this is like real food. Yep. But at the same time, I want milk. <laughs> Like, you know, can I just buy um, ice? Yeah. You know, there's, but the same is with with understanding the past then. You learn more about your own time and the past, and and you realize um, that that it's people have always been people, and God has had always to work with and through people. uh, I think the world gets bigger and it gets smaller, Mm -hmm. you know, as, as you take trips like, well, I mean, as you take trips anywhere, but. You know, certainly one like this, um, you definitely see that it gets bigger and smaller both at the same time, and yep. which is kind of a, a neat thing to think about. Yep. Well, the, the <laughs> Trajan's column. So yeah. we were walking, uh, and maybe just our plan for the day was 
we kind of had something in mind, and then when you were doing your, you know, digging around, we ended up having because to, I could not sleep, right? Because yeah. you could not sleep, we ended up shifting that. My insomnia um, saved the day. It did, yeah. So we we almost maybe missed out on our opportunity to see the Vatican, but but your insomnia saved the day. So that left this day kind of open, where we're just like, we're just gonna go around and see what we come across and see what we see, and so. And it we turned were, out our hotel was like right by all of it. Yeah, it was. We were in a great location. We were a block, little over a block from the Trevi Fountain. So that walked by, walked by there. We had um, gone, at, and after we left the the Church of the Saints, I should say, the uh, we went to um, Trajan's Column, which was right near the big um, Victor Emmanuel monument as well, and. So that was just a, a, a block or two farther down. Right. And that will, was, that's what I was going to mention. We knew like what we were kind of walking towards. Yep. But this is one of the fun things about Rome. Yeah. Is like, it just pops out at you. Like yeah. you turn a corner on these narrow roads. Yes. And we see, we didn't realize we were that close to the Victor Emmanuel Monument. And it is huge. Yeah. And so then you're like, oh, well, let's go look closer at that. And you look to your left, you're like, whoa, there's yep. Trajan's Column. There's Trajan's like column. it. Even though you kind of know you're going that direction, like it, yep. it's just not there, and then it's there, yep. and it's huge. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, th- those were a couple of things. Um, we, oh, that was where you um, almost got your, uh, you know, fancy bracelet from your friend from. Yeah. Th- so uh, these, uh, <laughs> Jason was the most aware of yeah. the scam, and um, he. He delivered us. Yeah. Would like, you like to share the scam? Yeah, they, they you'll have people in, at a lot of these tourist sites where they'll be like, oh, hey, and especially if they're hey, if Bubba. they know you're American, you're like, oh, um, like I think he said Philadelphia because uh, he knew that the Eagles had won the, the Super Bowl last. And so he's like, uh, and I'm sure if you would have said, yeah, I'm from Philadelphia, he would have been like, oh, I only, great, I only talk to Philadelphia. But like, no, I'm from Detroit. And. Like he oh, didn't know Detroit. No, uh, oh well, that's good. He's like, I don't like Philadelphia, and and but here I have a bracelet for you, and and then he like even went up and put one on Maggie's wrist, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then he's like, all right, well now you know, hey, uh, you can um, pay me for that. Pay me for that, and like, no thanks, no, we're good. He oh, tried it, to give me a belt. Yeah, and then he was going to give you a belt, and which I, I, they did try to give other people belts after the bracelets too. So yeah. somehow the belt is right. That, now they're really going to up the. Up the ante on you. But I will say, after that experience, um, I became very, uh, I would just, before they even said, no. Yeah, right. Nope. Yep. Not doing it. Yep. And and it's too we, bad. We did not purchase any. We did not get suckered into any. And but I will say. We talked um, nicely to the first guy, yep. but uh, yeah. I will say, it's not any, it's, they're only in the really touristy spots. Yep. And if you just say no or keep walking, they're going to leave you alone. Yep. This was not like um, in a downtown American city where you got like someone hopped up on something. Yeah, who's in your in your face? Uh, they're coming around three. They're four doing time. their yeah. thing, and you say no, and they're gonna. Yep. And that I would say, notice this in Rome quite a bit, but I that's something that in my travels in Germany you don't see nearly as much, um, but. Yeah, so we did see I, it's hit or miss in Germany, and you see with the Roma. Oh yeah, yeah. But so. it it depends on like we had one time we were there where um, around the Reichstag it was really bad. Yeah, I would say there are a couple couple places in Berlin and maybe one or two places in Munich where I've yeah. noticed. But 
but not not as much as it it with all these different touristy sites in Rome. You knew you were at a big touristy site yep. when and you started had, seeing these bracelets or yeah. the slime things they throw that make a yep. noise. Yeah, there are a bunch of or things there's that, like things that make a clicking sound. Yeah, yeah. Just yep. stay away from bracelets, slime things, anything and that clicks. Clicking, yep, yep. Um, so then, yeah, but when we came back, walked around a bit more, just kind of centered around our hotel, and we took in the Trevi Fountain. We Which went, is worth seeing. That was worth seeing. But it, yeah. is, it is always packed. Super, super touristy, but it was a but short But that's walk. where you get your gelato. Yeah, there we is. We did learn that that was the best gelato. There was a we lot should of have, You should have written yeah. down the name of the place. Yeah, I should have. I don't know if I did. Um, it's right facing the Trevi Fountain. Yep. Like if you're facing the center of it. Yep. Kind of on the and left. then you turn around, go to that, get your gelato there. Yeah, on the if you're if you're facing it, it's on your left side. If you turn around away from it, it's on your right side. And then it's if you the if you go of the like, plaza there, if you then you get your gelato when you come out, turn right, and then turn right on the next street. And when you see a liquor store, that's where Jason almost got locked in multiple times. <laughs> they they offered Getting samples your, uh, and uh, it was limoncello or whatever yeah, it was called. Right. Yeah, limoncello. Yeah, it was good stuff. But it was a short walk from the fountain. We went to the Pantheon. Got to see also that. That's where you made your magnet friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. That's that old right. Lady. They had a couple of couple of souvenir stands around. Uh, yeah, all sorts of interesting stuff. And uh, what else? We were we were walking around that day again, just kind of walking around, not. not and that's when. A, so you're at the Trevi Fountain. Yep. And we wanted to go to Piazza Navona just to see that was going to be the first big piazza we saw, and the Pantheon's on the way. Yep. And so we should mention the Pantheon today. Yeah, um, right. So that was kind of the next stop, which... And I will say this, Pantheon, you're either going to be really Im- impressed or really disappointed, in it, and this is going to be the, what decides which one you're going to be. If you're going in looking for like, oh, this ornate old church, you know, you're expecting um, Caravaggio's and whatever else, you're going to be disappointed. If you're going in going, how in the world did they build this? <laughs> and at last, this dome with yeah. the hole in it, and rain comes in, but yep. it's still, <clears throat> everything works fine. Um, and you're going to think about the fact that this was the pantheon, where the gods were. and Which literally means all the gods. Yeah, and now it's a church. Um, th- then this is going to be a place to sit down, look up, mm-hmm. contemplate the dome, but then also just think about um, history and how Rome, which saw itself as, as the eternal city, right? Rome was going to last yep. forever. Um, Rome, which uh, in fits and spurts persecuted the church. Um, in the end, these Christians who were buried outside the city and, and shamed, um, the, this pantheon is now a church. Um, and I don't mean that in like a <clears throat> triumphal or Christian nationalist or <clears throat> anything weird yep. like that. But that, that's a place to sit and contemplate some history um, and then take in just the feat that it was that they were able to build with it. There will be other churches where you're going to go and everything's ornate. Yeah. Is that but, fair to say? Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think, what, but one of the things too, just from, it was the fact that the Pantheon, which was kind of this temple to all the gods, um, very quickly was converted to a Christian church. So it was it was in good repair in antiquity and very quickly was converted yeah. to... Whereas a lot of places just ceased to exist because of that. Right, yeah. and which because it became a Christian church, it was preserved, where some of these other places, you know, it's like, well, there's 
no one's going to use this anymore. Yeah. So we're going to. And that's also something people have to understand. Materials. Yeah. This was not like the Christian church always just went in and destroyed everything. This was the average person is trying needed building materials, Mm -hmm. and uh, these buildings aren't being used anymore. And people often don't understand. Like eventually, after Constantine moves the the capital to Constantinople, and eventually you have let's use the word decline of the West, although people yeah. might dispute that. Rome's population falls precipitously. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of spaces that are not being used. Um, and so these building materials are reusable. Yep. Um, and so it wasn't always like the bishops are walking around like destroy this and destroy that. Yeah. But it was the fact that this was converted to a church that you weren't going to it's being used. You're not going to take right. the building materials from it. And it wasn't just like churches or temples that were target. I mean, they were doing this with some of the other, the other um, big sites too. So almost everywhere you go, that they're finding something historical, it's down. Yeah, they're digging and finding it. These, and the same, you know, I'm, I'm sure is true of the Holy Land and other places. These cities are built on top of. They just they over the years, mm-hmm. you build on top, and so they're built up more and more. The same as uh, someone was posting on Twitter a while back, um, a road in Milwaukee, and the pothole was big enough that you could see the old cobblestones yeah. and the um, yeah. tram tracks. Yeah, yep. You know, we, we just, we build yep. up. That's yep. just how we do, and so... Build on top of the layers that are there. Yeah. And, like, we, we saw that in a couple of places where, like, the old uh, Mar- Hadrian's Market was, like, mm-hmm. a full story below the street level. Yep. And same with... Caesar's... Um, uh, yeah, and I don't remember the... Argent- Argent. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the Italian name for that, but off the top of my head, I'm, I would butcher it. But yeah, it has something. But to they do were with assassinating Caesar there again. We were there for the Ides we of were March, and we took the bus by yeah. as they were. Yeah, which getting, if we had we known, ready. yeah, had we known when the performance was going to be, we probably would have taken that in. But yeah, we still got to see a little. Yeah, we so we saw the Piazza Navona. We saw Saint Agnes Church there, on the Piazza Navona, which was worth seeing. It was mm-hmm. a, a pretty church. Um, we. I think we'll maybe we're going to have to go to class, Jason. Yeah, pretty quick. So I think we can combine. We're going to next time talk Forum, Coliseum, Parrots. Yep. St. Paul's outside the wall. But I will say we saw a Campo di Fori, which is a marketplace. Yep. It's, um, it's open air market. And yeah. then probably in the summer, even more, we're seeing if you kind of want to go and, and buy something that um, St. Ignatius, um, which was one of the coolest ceilings of a church. Yeah. This Jesuit painter was experimenting with perspective, and it looks like the saints and angels are falling off the ceiling. Yeah. Um, so this uh, St. Ignatius, the, the famous Jesuit, right, yep. um, that it's named Ignatius after. Ignatius Loyola, yeah. And, and the, the Caravaggios weren't there. They were, nope, they were in um, the St. Luigi church. So St. Saint the king of France, right? That, oh, yeah. That was um, the Luigi um, Chiesa or a whatever, French that, church, yeah, yeah, it was supported by the French church or f- by the French, and you could gain indulgence for praying for the King of France, right? Uh, while you were Jason there did the not church. do when I told him to, yeah, but I, you know, since you know, there isn't really a King of France because it's anymore, not wrong probably, to pray for the King of France, right? Yeah, you wouldn't think so, but so, uh, but then there they had a couple of um paintings from Caravaggio, um, that were you know, very famous artists, um, who really experiments with the use of light mm-hmm. and um, the call of Matthew is what the subject matter was of these paintings. And Google and that. Many of you are probably familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. and it was 
I did get uh, a little postcard version of that after which, I did. Yeah, which you had, you got a set of them. I just got the one, but uh, but it still I, was my idea first. It was. Yeah, I have mine in. A I'm frame. glad you, Do you did have it. yours in a frame. Yet? Not yet. Oh, I, I like to move thoughtfully, slowly. Yeah. I need the right frame. About yep. eight years, I'll have one. Oh, all right, good deal. But yeah, so that was kind of like the end of the day, and then we went out for, went out for a nice meal on our way back. As we were walking back, we just stumbled mm-hmm. across a, a little um, restaurant. It was a good meal. Which was really a good meal. Which there I had, gnocchi, gnocchi. Yeah, gnocchi. That they're like giving you know, and I I had um. Carbonara. Carbonara, yeah. And then we had a little... Uh, we had a red wine that night, didn't we? Yeah, we and did. And then we yep. switched to white, sweet white wines so Maggie would... Yep, yep. She was not a fan of red. <clears throat> my uh, wife and my Connor daughter both are not cut out either. to be drinkers. No. Nope. And we also got the the prosciutto and mozzarella de bufala yes. appetizer. So. Which was actually very good. I was, it was, yeah. It was I was fun. critical of Jason at first for ordering it. Yep. Because I thought he just basically ordered ham. <laughs> like, all you get, you get ham, bread, and the mozzarella. Yeah. And then you get oils. But I'm like, you just, why'd you just order lunch meat? <laughs> but then it turns out it's not. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was good. It was very good. And, and then we walked home, and that was it. And that night, I was the first night that I slept with, and I had earplugs in. Yes. Because I had bought earplugs. <laughs> yep. That I stopped day. at the, uh, the uh, pharmacia. Yeah. So next time, we're going to talk... Forum, Coliseum, Parrots, St. Paul's Outside the Walls, which may have been both of our favorite churches. Yeah, that was really that was a really neat stuff. Time after that, we'll get Vatican and maybe Florence combined. Yeah. I think we can combine that. So. Yeah. Um, but we hope you're enjoying this. You get something out of it once again. If you're interested in the Germany tour, experience the Cradle of the Reformation, May 13th through 23rd, 2024. You can go to com, click on Germany trip, and you'll get all the information there. We've heard from a number of people already who are interested. We're very excited, um, and especially some of the people that, that um, have reached out that we know would be super fun to travel with. We think yeah. it's going to be a fun group. Um, if you have questions, let us know, um, and we are happy to tell you more. In the meanwhile, uh, we hope you had a wonderful Easter, a wonderful Holy Week. Remember, it still is Easter. He is risen. Right. We are in the Easter season. And so in the light of the resurrection, we hope that you will join us and continue to let the bird fly. (coughs) Every evening when the sun goes down, get with my party and I begin to cry. I don't care what the people are thinking. I'm not drunk, I'm just a jank. I set him up, another round, I set him up.